I'm not sure if I mentioned it before, but when my friend Clay Mason Bannerman and I want to impress our new lady friends, Tiffer and Mickey, we don't even have to take them to a restaurant. That's because we have an entire freezer stocked full of butcher box, and that includes high-quality meat and seafood that we can trust. It's so convenient. It's delivered right to our doorstep, and there's always free shipping. I mean, where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Tiffer and Mickey love it, and so will you. At least one of them is always around asking when the new ButcherBox is arriving. Sign up at ButcherBox.com slash mega and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free-for-a-year offer plus an additional 20 bucks off. Choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at ButcherBox.com slash mega and use code mega to choose your free-for-a-year offer plus 20 bucks off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We are here, Lord, we are here, and we're ready, ready to podcast. Hiya, I'm Hallie Labonte, welcoming you to Inside Twin Hills, where we are giving our mega church a tiny family feel by introducing you to members of our church staff and community so you can be blessed by them as well. And I have a little gift for you, my listener friend. Today, I was reading in Romans 12 this week, and I noticed that in verse 3, Paul says, to think so as to have sound judgment, as God has allotted to each a measure of faith. My son is always telling me that I don't think critically, and I'm basing my modern reality on a Bronze Age text from a tribal people who required blood sacrifices like some kind of Game of Thrones stuff, and I'm like, hey, Hey there, fella, looks like God has given me a little more faith than you at the moment. Because think about it, Romans 12 tells us that faith is a gift from God and we can't take credit for it. And so I honestly feel like I am so blessed. God has given me a strong and huge amount of faith and it's hard for me to imagine anyone not believing so strongly in the Bible like I do. But I do realize that Romans is saying that God measures it out differently. So some people don't have very much faith and it's not their fault because Paul says it's a gift from God. So you get a lot, he gets a little, she gets none, that type of thing. So I just want to encourage you that as you look at your own walk with God, you can't take credit for your faith. It's a gift, you know, but I think it's interesting that Paul begins the verse by saying, think so as to have sound judgment. And I'm like, I don't think I need to actually, because my measure of faith I've received is so massive that thinking is a bit tedious. You know what I mean? And that's why I like Fox News because I have my faith and then Fox tells me how to apply it to everyday situations and I don't have to labor to try to work with sound judgment as Paul calls it. So enjoy whatever amount of faith you got that you received from God, my friends. Okay, here we go. Well, just like it wasn't David and Delilah, it was David and Goliath. I've got a Goliath of a fellow over here. How are you, Greg? Hey, Hallie, it's so good to be here. And I love that verse because it's just really reminding 
reminds you that when you uh, think too much, when you, you, you're always thinking, you know, it can put you in a sort of a mental tangle. That's right. And sometimes it's better to feel. And I often tell my kids, hey, if you're thinking too much and you're getting confused, maybe it's time to stop thinking and start feeling. That's right. Because you know what? If you look at the men that God called to follow him, they were uneducated men. Absolutely. They did. And, and you didn't see any of them go, hey, uh, first, I'm going to think through all the, the possibilities and the things that could go right and wrong with following Christ. Yeah. No, they, they dropped the fishermen's nets. Yeah. They threw their, uh, you know, they, they put down the donkey reins. They threw the coins out the window or whatever the jobs were at that yeah. time. I don't know what all of their jobs were. Right. Uh, one was a doctor, I thought. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, he probably put down his, uh, they probably didn't have a stethoscope back then, but they probably had some kind of a small hammer. He That's probably right. put that down. That's right. And he probably said, hey, I'm going to follow you. And because they felt like that, they didn't think like that. That's right. And you know what? I'm thinking back on my Bible knowledge. One of the disciples was a doctor. I think it was Luke. One of them was a doctor. But you have to think back then. I mean, what do you think medical school was like back there in the Middle East in the Fertile Crescent? But I'll tell you what, my dad just had his knee replaced by a doctor from Baghdad. And we said, whoa, what do you think he learned in Baghdad? Turned out he gave him a good knee. I said, well, okay. Right. And sometimes you can have a doctor that has a different faith that could still be that God is still guiding their hands, even though they don't believe in the same God, even though they're probably, you know, Ultimately, they're going to be separate from from God. But, you know, even if a Muslim guy is going to do your knee replacement, God can help a Muslim guy do your knee replacement. That's right. You don't think about people in Baghdad going to medical school, but I guess they got him because he had a certificate on his wall and it said Baghdad University or something like that. Really? Yeah. And you know what? My mom said to him before they went into surgery, she said, I want you to know that I believe in God and I'm praying for you in there with your utensils and stuff. And he said, ma'am, I believe in God, too. And she said, Wow. You know, right. you don't not, expect not the that. same God, but well, maybe not. Right. Anyway, well, tell me, why are you too blessed to be stressed, well, Greg? You know, Hallie, I had a great week with my youth this week, and something really uh, special happened. You know, I don't usually get too much into my personal life, but um, I did uh, go out on a date. Whoa! <laughs> whoa! Whoa! What? Right. It what? Uh, it was uh, pretty special. Um, I was uh, I was going to uh, as a, I was attending the the regional CrossFit Championships in Indianapolis, which is uh, something I do every year. I couldn't compete this year because I had a bit of inflammation in my shoulder, Aww. but um, I was going and I was watching uh, the Shred team at Shred Four Fifteen, which is where Ooh. I uh, oftentimes work out. And there was this really awesome uh, woman there. She um, she did three hundred burpees in about two minutes. It was oh, unbelievable. My. And you know, she came in second, and I went up to her and I said, "Hey, I really enjoyed your performance because uh, really that that is a performance, and I just uh, you know it was inspiring. It's probably one of the better movies I've ever seen." So then she um, she said, "Hey, I know you," and I said, "Oh, really?" Uh, she said, "I'm I'm Hannah McManamer." Hannah McManamer. H- Hannah McManamer. Hannah McManamer. Right. Yeah. And I said, "Oh, that name sounds really familiar." She said. Um, I was in Climax five years ago. Oh, my. Right. And she's a senior now at Crossroads Bible. And um, and I, you know, I, I at first that, that gave me a bit of a shock. Sure. Because I was like, okay, hey, uh, you know, this was one of my kids. But I don't remember her from Climax, really. And, you okay, know, There's so many good. kids at Climax, you don't really. So, that's good. So I thought, oh, you know, this is okay. And I just said, hey, would you like to have... Um, a coffee or a tea sometime. Yeah. So we did. Uh, we went to uh, we went to Starbucks um, and it was closed. So then we went down the st- uh, street to Cuppy's Coffee. Yeah. And um, we had uh, a really awesome, uh, we 
did a quick Bible study. Uh, we, uh, uh, she had a coffee, I had a water, and um, then I just said, "Hey, I, I would love to see you again." So I, I wouldn't say it's wow. um, very serious yet, but uh, wow. right, uh, Hannah, Great. I, I know it's. I, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm really happy about it. I'm pretty busy right now, so I don't know when the next time will be. Sure. I have, I do have an opening in a few months, so yeah. I was, uh, I did, I did tell her, "Hey, maybe in a, a few months I could check back in." Wow. Well, if she's a senior in college, she's got to be what, 21? Uh, she's 24, I think. Oh, uh, because well, she well, she's taking time with college. And um, so does that math work out? She was in, uh, so five years ago, yeah, yeah, she was five years ago, she was 18. Sure. And um, yeah, she took some time off because she did some missions work. Um, she went down to Jamaica and did some missions work down there with people who had drug addiction. Oh, I love Jamaica. Uh, Ocho Rios. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 She was there, I think. And she, you know, a lot of people go there that have drug addictions who like to, um, to get high. And she just went down there and she told them, Hey, you got to knock that out. And oh, they did. And she saved a lot of people. And so that was great. And so now she's finishing, she's getting her, um, master's degree or she's getting her degree in, um, Bible education. Wow. And then she's going to get, go on and do another, uh, there's a, they, they offer a seven month master's degree in what they call faith organizations. Wow. So, uh, you like basically, her. it's like a mat. It's basically an MBA in yeah. faith-based organizations to get them uh, to be more efficient. And then me, I like her. Oh, so she would like Romans 12. I bet God has given her a lot of faith. Absolutely. It's a gift from God. I like her. And you know what? 24, that's a full-fledged adult. If you ask me, her soft spot has become complete. She's got a completely hardened skull, if you ask me. That's right. No, she actually does have a soft spot, though, but that's from a, a CrossFit injury because oh. she did drop a kettlebell uh, on one part of her head that uh, she did have a, um, a, a break in a skull. Wow. And it hasn't completely formed. So she does huh? have a soft spot in her head, but it's more on the right side, not in the middle. And not due to age. That's right. good. And you know what? Her skull did, her jo- it did its job. Every time I hit my head, I say, oh, well, my skull did its job, protected the brain. My goodness gracious. Great. I had a God thing happen this week. Oh, what's that? Well, uh, as you know, I'm, you know, raising a teenager and it's not easy because my son day, he likes to challenge us and be contrarian in this past week. So I was watching some beauty pageant thing on cable because there was a rerun on HDTV and day comes in and he goes, mom, really? And I'm like, what did I do now? You know, I'm always just, uh, what did I do? What did I do? What did I do? You know? And he was like, mom, isn't that a little archaic? putting women up on a stage to be judged on their body and hair and complexion and all the shallow things that make women feel like they're being held to a standard of perfection that doesn't exist. And that just feeds the lie that their value lies in some DNA shell they're stuck inside of and they have no control over. He speaks in such long sentences. I I know. And he was like, there are dog shows where they prance dogs around to be judged on their pedigree and their coat and their dimensions. And there are car shows where they put up vehicles under lights and they give them awards. And I mean, are you really okay with doing that to human females? Do you think that's helpful to girls? And, and, and he was like, you know, is that what we should be valuing and all that kind of garbage? And I said, and then, you know, he, he, oh, oh, and then he goes, mom, we should be celebrating their human courage, imagination, intellect, and giftedness and not feed this lie that their youth and appearance is the commodity, like some sick best in show BS, you know? Right. And it hit me like a ton of bricks. And I said, I know what's happening here. I got the TV on with all these gals in bathing suits and they look so good. He's stumbling in the flesh and he uh, doesn't want to say it. He just wants me to change the channel. Right. He's embarrassed to say that he's lusty. You and, know, you know, if he was if you really had taken him to task, guys that have the exact same pressures put on them. And uh, basically all those things that you said that happened to women, 
also happen to guys. Is that true? Oh, absolutely. Really? I mean, we're held to, we're held to impossible standards, and I just uh, I would just encourage him to to you know think about hey, have people said hey, uh, you look nice in that shirt today? Well, you know what, somebody's judging you on whether that shirt looks good or not. Yeah. And like you know if. If I don't work out for two, three days, people will go like, oh, hey, you look at, you, is everything all right? And I say, oh, yeah, see, you're judging me on an impossible That's standard. That's right. Do you take two days off CrossFit and everybody goes, who's this Chubbs Douglas over here, huh? I swear. Well, I'll tell you what, you know, like the Bible says, if your eye causes you to sin, pluck it out. Or if the channel causes you to sin, change it. Isn't that neat? That's right. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This podcast is sponsored by Talkspace. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. By talking or texting with a supportive, licensed therapist at Talkspace, you'll gain insights, discover truths, and experience breakthroughs that will improve how you live and how you feel. With Talkspace, just answer a few questions online, and you'll be matched with a therapist. And because you'll meet your therapist online, you don't have to take time off work or arrange childcare. You'll meet on your schedule whenever you feel most at ease. Plus, Talkspace works with most major insurers, and most insured members only pay a $25 copay or less. No insurance? No problem. If you want to make progress toward a mentally healthier place, Talkspace is here for you. Now get $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com. Match with a licensed therapist today at Talkspace.com. Save $80 with code SPACE80 at Talkspace.com. It's time to move on to Too Anointed to be Disappointed. I'll tell you, I am very excited today because I love this woman so much. I think she's one of the toughest, coolest, neatest people we have on campus. Her name is Lisha Cube. Come on in here, girl. How are you? I'm good. I'm hey, good. Hey there, Lisha. Oh, you're all bundled up. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's wicked cold out, yeah. um, but I got my thermals on, so they... Yeah. Keep me warm. And okay. this is like a full one piece. It is body, a one like piece. Snowmobile yeah, suit? yeah, yeah, this? yeah, yeah. I had to cut out a hole to, so that I could use uh, the uh, the restrooms. Oh, sure. Yeah, there there wasn't a hole. There was a little hole for it's for a man. Oh. So I had to kind of do a hole. I just took the. I, actually, there's no bottom to it. Oh. Wow. And you trimmed the legs off too. So I it's did. A, and the and the sleeves. I yeah. see. Yeah. It's that way. If I can't, if I can't get it down, and I can just go, and then it'll all just go out my. Pant legs, That's and those awesome. boots are significant. Those are yeah. What are those? Yeah, they're those a steel-toed the... boot. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I made the lining myself. Oh. I learned to sew uh, a couple decades back. Uh, I was taught by my aunt, and huh. uh, yeah, she was a sewer. So I made the lining myself out of a felt. Ooh. Yeah. We used to have felt boards that you tell stories on. Yeah. You know, but I, I took all the felt, I put it together, made a patchwork piece, and I got. I made the line. I know there's dry felting and there's wet felting where you got to put it in the tub, right? Mm-hmm. I can't remember. Yeah, I don't know. The, I don't know the uh, details of of the wet felt. Ah, 
Well, you know what? We should tell everybody why you're dressed for the weather because she works outside for our Lots of Love ministry where mm-hmm. you run everything parking lot related, don't I do, you? I do. I run uh, Lots of Love. And I'll tell you this right now, it is a lot of love going yeah. into those uh, lots. Um, I pack the cars. Yeah. I, I do. A, I, I like to... The way I plow the snow yeah. is uh, I'm not doing it by any other guidance except from from God. Oh, the Spirit's moving. Yeah, the Spirit moves me and, and moves the snow. Wow. And uh, yeah, I really am. It's 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 tough. There's a lot of uh, wild animals in the area that dirty up the snow. Sure. I want to move that out of the way. Okay. Yeah, I've always wondered because, I, you know, you never get the lots um, here that are plowed the same way twice. And I always like, oh, why don't they just go back and forth? But sometimes you're doing a bit of a checkerboard pattern. Sometimes you're doing a zigzag. Mm-hmm. Uh, one week I remember coming in and there was actually sort of a, a dove shape. Yeah, that right. was from God. It's kind of like those, um, they, he, it's kind of like I, I get in there and I'm like, what are we doing today? I look up, I'm like, what are we doing today? And then it kind of, I go and I do my thing. And that time I did a dove. Right. It was supposed to be a swan. I thought I heard swan from him, but oh. turned out to be a dove. And you know what? That makes sense because that's peace. Right. And that's wow. so. And then it makes it sometimes, you know, I, and not to complain, but sometimes like when you did the dove, it was a bit hard to park because I couldn't actually get across the, to where the snow was between the access road and the, the dove. But then I said, hey, you know what? Yeah. This is really neat. Well, it's problem solving. Right. And yeah. that's what God was like. Because I, I said a swan, a swan's going to be easy. It's got a longer neck. Right. Mm. So you we, can get around it. You could pack in the middle of it, in the crook, in right. the crook of the neck. But, and then when you exited through the beak, yeah. that was nice because I thought, oh, now it's a, it, I thought it was a hummingbird then because I could drive in the beak. Yeah. I got a dove. couple hummingbird comments. I got a, on my, on my, uh, my webpage, uh, or, you know, my, my, oh, you've got a web page. I got a message board. Oh, okay. I got a message board. Yeah. Okay. That people can just kind of, they can say, I really liked what you did today. Uh, Lisha. Um, some people did say they thought it was a hummingbird and I got a lot, I got it. Well, I got a, a two or three of those, but, um, one of them was my mom okay. and she doesn't even live in the area. Oh. She just saw a picture. Now, where is she from? Uh, we're, we're mainly from New England okay. in the Northern part in okay. uh, New Hampshire. Yeah, I detected um, an accent. Yeah, 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 New Hampshire. So, mm. uh, what's it's, it like in New Hampshire? Because I've always, it's something that we don't really have in Australia is just putting, well, we have New South Wales. Uh huh. And the, the reason we called it New South Wales is because we are like, hey, we got here. Uh, a bunch of uh, criminals from mm-hmm. Wales. And they said, uh, we're from the south part of Wales. We're just going to call this the New part of South Wales. See, they were very dumb because they thought actually that they were on the same island as Wales is on. So why do they call it New Hampshire? Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't really know anything you just said, but I can, uh, I'll fact check that later. I got a couple people that work on the message board. That's great. So the message board employs a few people too. Well, you have so many volunteers. I mean, you lead a large team of volunteers. I don't do. You? I got a lot of volunteers. Well, I help the kids. Yeah. I help the kids. And, uh, they try to give, you know, like, Hey, do, do a butterfly today in the packing Ooh. lot, you know, like make a butterfly or like, a, you know, I'm, and I'm like, it's not, it's not coming from you. Yeah. Unless it's getting downloaded. Ooh. from the big guy Got so it. i don't listen to any of those kids i let mm-hmm. him think yeah maybe sure i'll do what you want you know it's always coming from him up there so but yeah i do i have them uh some of them work on the um the message board there's really only two 
Right. Oh, okay. There's only two. I got a quick question because you pronounce it Lisha, right? But is there an E in the beginning? It's a silent E. Oh, got it. Yeah, okay. it's a silent E. It's and common. It's a common thing. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, That's yeah, so yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And is Cube, now what, what, what's the heritage of that name, Cube? Uh, Cube comes from, uh, from what I've been told, it's a derivative of Cupola. Uh, uh, oh, oh, Italian. Yeah. Ooh. It's, uh, it's an Italian uh, a tribe. Oh, isn't that neat? A tribe. You're in a paisan. Wait, is that bad to say? Can you say paisan? Uh, I don't know. Then uh, in in Australia, a paisan is a um, it's a pizza, but it's uh, got it's an enclosed top. You Ooh, know, yeah. so you say uh, you call it calzone. I think we call it. Paisan. Yeah, I was just going to say a calzone, yeah, or we like we like to say hoagies, okay. or oh, oh, you call a calzone a hoagie in New England. I've seen you out there on that snowplow or what it looks like a Zamboni type of thing. What is, is that? Is yeah. that a Zamboni? No, it's uh, I rigged it a little bit different than a normal plow because I wanted to get a little bit more leverage. I wanted to, well, I wanted to get really actually down onto the pavement better. Sure. So right. I don't have a formal degree in engineering or anything mm. like that. Um, but I definitely know my way around a, uh, yeah. a tool shed. Yeah. So. But I was going to say, I've seen you up there on that Zambone thing, uh, like with a six inch sub, just like having your lunch right yeah. there while you're plowing. Yeah. I usually take lunch at 1030. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Because you must get up super early. I what do. time's breakfast? I'm having breakfast anywhere between, you know, 3.30 in the morning, oh 4.30. Awesome. Yeah. I usually I usually have breakfast and then I'm having a mid-morning snack, okay. which is usually like a donut or a crella. Okay. Um, so that's kind of where that. That's, Do you have to have like a hot breakfast to put like some heat inside your body to get ready to be outside yeah, all day? I definitely do. I I also take. Uh, I have a lot of uh, hot water bottles. Oh yeah, oh. and I tape them to me. Ooh. Wow, isn't yeah. that neat? So now, I do have a question. So, you know, we've got a long winter here in Indianapolis. It, uh, in Broad Ripple, it probably lasts, I would say, our winters, you know, uh, starts Eight at, to nine yeah, months. Eight to nine mm-hmm. months. Mm-hmm. So what do you do in the summer months uh, when when the parking lot doesn't have s- snow on it, usually? Oh. That's summer? a great question. So I've got a, uh, I got a landscaping business. Oh, okay. Yeah, I do some, uh, I do some fun things. Uh, certain fields allow me to go out there and get some designs going. Mm. Okay. And uh, I make some fun capture the flag fields Ooh. for kids some design you know some things like uh, you know some kids they want to have a clown at a, at a birthday party but sometimes they'll just be like you know what let's bring over Alicia and have a do some cool stuff with the lawnmower ah. and then the kids can play on that right oh gosh I'm just trying to imagine that so you you go out with the mower and you so with capture the flag you have a you have a big field right mm-hmm. Uh, and then you just do you mow the, you you mow the field. Yeah, I mow the field, and okay. then I put the no man's land in the middle. Oh right. And then sometimes what I'll do is like if I know the kids' names, right? Like if there's a Tommy or a Joey, I just put their names somewhere, oh, cool. and then they got to stand there. But it always gets messed up because you're not really standing still, right? In a game of capture the flag. That's really oh. cool. Yeah. And I've seen you repainting the parking lot out there in the summer in those few fleeting months that we have. You're out there, you know, repainting the lines yeah, and all that. Yeah, yeah. I think it's interesting. You know, I, I try to get creative. Uh, it's not so much you can do with a straight line, but sure. then again, there there sometimes is. Yeah. If right. you if you listen to God mm-hmm. and you listen to what do you want me to do with this straight line, Ooh. and and He says and he says, maybe make it slanted, Ooh. you do that. Oh, right, because I've noticed out in J and K, all the spaces yeah, you, do go diagonal. You come in, in on an yeah. angle. You come in on an I angle. I like that. Yeah, but again, I, again, I don't have a formal degree uh, in engineering, okay. yeah. but I do know that a cow will fit as long as there's two lines. 
Now, did you always have a passion for working outdoors and working with the big gear and the yeah. machines and all yeah. that? I, I grew up playing some uh, some ice hockey. Ooh. And uh, so I got into plowing pretty early on. Some of the rinks that the kids would make, I had a snow plow just doing it really easy. Yeah. Or sometimes just with a broom. Yeah. Get out there with a broom. Now, is now, that what? A broom? Right. It's, I don't uh, think we have that. You know, like witches? Yeah, like what, what, like a, what a witch rides, rides in the sky. Oh. Yeah. Uh, like what Harry Potter jumps yeah, on Yeah, Harry Quidditch. Potter goes on that thing. Oh, right. I oh, never saw Harry Potter, but. A, a, whisk, a, a whiskey stick. Oh. Oh. Is that what it's called? Is that what it's called? Yeah, in, you, whisk, uh, you know, you whisk around the, oh, the yeah. dust. In, into yeah. a dustpan? Right, a whiskey stick a is A whiskey what we call stick, it. isn't that neat? Oh. Yeah. That's so neat. Whiskey stick. Now, is hockey why you have that gold tooth in the front? Did you lose it? Is that a, is, did you, or, yeah. or is that just an aesthetic choice? No, that was, uh, I took a puck to the mouth. Okay. Uh, pretty hard. Oh. Pretty hard to knock it out. Um, I took a oh. puck to, yeah. How old It was were a real you? mouth puck. Uh, it was a, yeah. yeah. I really got pucked in the mouth. I got, I got pucked hard. Okay. So I, um, what it was, was it was just a pickup game oh, with a couple of the wow. kids in the neighborhood. And, you know, they were all like, Lisha, come out. And, you know, because I was plowing. I was making right. stuff. I was actually, what I was doing is I was making a fort. I was Ooh. making an igloo fort. Oh. Yeah, it collapsed on somebody, but we don't need to get into that. Oh, um, did they pass away? Uh, they didn't, still in a coma. It's oh, been about really? 20 years. It's oh. been about 20 years. We pray every day. Yeah. We pray every day. Well, he's yeah. Yeah. Right. Wow. Sometimes I think you know comas are not really the worst thing because no. you're still alive and you, you know, it's probably like taking a really nice nap. Yeah. yeah. And you're yeah. not having to pay bills and get yeah. your teeth cleaned. That's you know right. what I mean? No, it's true. He's. I mean, they kind of. He's kind of got it made. So. Um, so yeah, I took a puck to the mouth uh, because I was out there. I was making the snow fort, and then they were like, "Lesha, come on, come on out! Like we we want you to play." So I went out there. Didn't have a helmet on. Okay. <sighs> You know, well, that was, uh, that was, was the first yeah, mistake. exactly. Okay. That was a, the first red flag there. So I go out there and, uh, little Timmy Nicholson fires a slap shot and everyone's like, no one's going to be able to deflect, you know, it's going right in the goal. And I said, the heck it is. And oh. I stood right in front of that <gasps> thing. And I was like, not on my watch. Oh, I took my face. I deflected it. But right. they didn't score. They did not score. Hey, it was worth it. They did not score. Because what it did I like is the it, gold. It did, you like the gold too? I do. Yeah. No, I, I get some compliments on it. It gets a little cold mm. out there, so I sometimes have to wrap it. You wrap the tooth. I do. I got okay. a fleece for my tooth. I got some, huh. uh, yeah, I made a, again, because I can sew, I made a little, uh, it's got its own little booty. Oh, that that's right. Yeah. Is that, oh, no. What is that? 14, 18, 24K? What it's, is that? Uh, you know what? It's it's a knockoff. Uh, we didn't oh, have a really? lot of money back there, so I'm pretty sure it's just kind of like a... Um, like a bronze. Oh, wow. Yeah, I gotta, because I do notice it's got, it's got uh, different. It's not completely a gold color. No, it's got it's some not. of a tarnish to it. Yeah, it's got a bit of a tarnish. I, I definitely polish it uh, with some of the stuff that uh, you polish silverware with. That yeah, makes sense. Uh, you know, that actually leads me to this because I remember uh, it was probably six months ago. I saw your name on the prayer list mm. and it just said uh, Lisha uh, and then cancer. And so I was just wondering. Oh, do you have a cancer scare? Uh, we thought because of the heavy metals being leaked into my bloodstream that there was maybe something, but it was just oh. from the bronze tooth. It's all cleared up. Oh. They said you should get that taken out because it is rotten inside. And I said, we're fine. Oh, you wow. know, we're fine. If, if God wants it out, it's just going to fall out. Oh. Now it did fall out oh. and I fastened it back on. Oh, wow. Well, you know, we do have good dental with the church insurance. You got the benefits, right? With I do have the benefits. Package? Yeah, I do okay. just 
barely getting in there with those yeah. benefits. Oh, good. Well, goodness gracious. Yeah. Well, if you ever feel like changing it out for they can do wonders now. Yeah, I've been told maybe get one of them porcelain ones, but, yeah. you know, same color as your actual teeth. But I feel like that's going to take away from my charm. That's right. Also, uh, you know, every time uh, people say put a porcelain teeth in your mouth, I'm always just like, hey, I don't know. Uh, I think a toilet is made of porcelain. Yeah. I Isn't don't really right? want that material in my mouth. No, Isn't that's... That right? Yeah. Um, uh, you know, these these actually are all caps. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. I got I got my teeth capped when I was nineteen because huh. um I did have one tooth that was a bit longer than the others and I just don't do you, do you know uh, do you know how when your teeth have different a bit different lengths to them yeah I just didn't like that and I wanted them all to be the same and so I got them all filed down and then I re- I replaced them but um uh, not with porcelain they did uh, some sort of like these are actually made of. Uh, it's a resin. It's oh, a, yeah. ah. But the, the, I just liked it. Uh, they kept the, the the nubs of my original yeah. teeth, and then yeah. they just kind of put, put so just so they're all even across. I just and like that. More. I can get on board with that. So I I was talking to them because I said, all right, you know, I agree. I agree with you on the porcelain thing. You're right. right. And I never even thought of the toilet thing. That's disgusting. Right. So and then I was like, well, bronze. That's something that you know the third best is getting in the Olympics. So yeah. why not? It's you good know, enough for good, the Statue of Liberty. Exactly. Good enough for my mouth. That's right. right. So. Then I was like, well, I love ice. Can oh. we have an ice tooth? Ooh. Right. And they said, they looked at me like right out of the gate, it's going to melt. And I said, you don't know where I spend most of my time. And it's oh. outside right. where it's definitely cold enough. And, and if you're breathing through your mouth most of the yeah. time. Yeah. And I'm always keeping my mouth open. Right. Yeah. I've had a couple spiders, but it's like, I just, I'm always, so anyway, they ran the numbers on that. It wasn't going to work out, right. but I tried. Did you know if you swallowed the spiders or did you spit them out? I definitely swallowed a couple. Uh, There were a few. uh, It was a little bit of a breeding ground in there for a while. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, They'll lay eggs anywhere. No, they will. They'll anywhere where it's warm. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Well, then maybe an ice tooth would keep the spiders away. Well, I thought, again, that was one thing I I, I brought up to them. But they, uh, yeah, that sadly didn't work out. Man. Now, I have a question because you love hockey. Why does it tend to be a violent sport? I think what happens is that uh, it's um, it's just, you know, you, you get your eye on that puck mm. and you want to do anything to get that puck. And yeah. then I think also it's just you're in all that padding yeah. and it's like, why not? Yeah, that's right. You know, right. why not? And um, I prefer not to wear any padding. Mm. I prefer to see, you know, if God wants me to break an arm or dislocate a shoulder, so oh, be it. Yeah. Right. And if God wants me to dislocate somebody else's shoulder... I don't have a problem doing that if it's God's will. If it's God's will. That's right. right. So, right? Now, how did you get to Indiana from New Hampshire? Uh, there was a, I was engaged. Oh. I was engaged to be married to a man who uh, uh, was was from here, uh, oh. this part of town. He was um, a Hoosier. Huh? He was. He actually, uh, we met through, uh, uh, we were pen pals. Oh, oh, cool. We were pen pals. That is so yeah. neat. I've always, I've always thought that that was, would be such a nice way to meet someone with just writing letters back yeah. and forth. It was great. It was very uh, romantic. And uh, I, I, I met him through a pen pal situation that I did not understand was for this, whatever your guys' state penitentiary is. Oh, okay. Oh. I did not know that he was a convicted felon. I see. Oh, dang. Um, now, did you yeah. ever look at the address of where it was coming from? It said the state pen, but okay. I thought the state pen pal association. Oh, oh that's true. Yeah. That makes I mean, so so yeah. it checked out. And it's romantic. It's like you've got it mail. Is. It's Tom yeah. Hanks and Megan Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah. It was um it was something uh 
that was really, you know, great until he, he asked me, you know, come on out. We're going to get, you know, I want to marry you. Whoa. And uh, I didn't, uh, I didn't really tell anybody. I just kind of upped and, and, and left. You took the leap. I like that. That's romantic. I did. I did. And then now I'm here because uh, what, what happened was once I, um, once I realized what was going on yeah. and that he, he's got, uh, he's got, he's got a life sentence. So oh. he's not getting oh, out anytime soon. He's still in the slam. He's still in the slam. Do you know what he did? He did. Uh, it was a multiple, uh, it was a multiple homicide situation. Okay. Oh, yeah. my land. That means more yeah. than one. Wow. Yeah. Oh. It does. It's too bad. It is too bad because he's a really great guy. Oh, wow. He's a really great guy. Well, you got to meet someone neat. Yeah. And then it brought you to the Midwest and, you know, this is the... I think this is the salt of the earth around here. Yeah, it you know, a lot is. Of people think this is a flyover state. You yeah. hear that? Hey, that's a flyover state. Yeah. And I say, hey, if you flew over and really looked, there's a lot of good people here and awesome things going on here. And maybe instead of flying over all the time, you should take, uh, you, you, you should move here. You should actually come and spend some time here. Because Indianapolis is, I mean, a lot of people say that it's the cultural capital of the uh, mm-hmm. uh, upper Midwest. That's right. Kurt Vonnegut's from here. Uh, yeah. Now who's that? Oh, I just saw it's on some of Dave's books. He has to read them for school. He's an author. Oh, okay. Yeah. Great. Huh. Yeah. He writes about like, um, I think he, I think he works in meat, uh, slaughterhouse stuff. Oh, okay. oh yeah. yeah. I've heard of that guy. Yeah. Oh, some I think, like yeah. five, five slaughterhouses or mm-hmm. something like okay. that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and So it's probably like one is for turkey. One is for pork. One is for right. beef. One is for chicken. We'd get along. Yeah. He and Ooh, I would get along. You a carnivore? I'm a carnivore. I am. I do like my meat. Yeah. Uh, I feel that it is good for my bones. That's true. And it probably keeps you warm out there. It does. Um, I've been known to slap it to uh, my body. I, I mean, slapping it to your body, you know. I one time got stung in the um, top of my eyelid by a bee, mm-hmm. swelled way up, and you know what you put on that? Meat tenderizer. Really? Isn't that neat? That's Little awesome. tips and techniques. That is cool. Now, what if you had to, if you, okay, if you could only take one meat onto an island with you, what one would it be? I mean, oh. well, you could think real outside. The, you got lamb. You got buffalo. Mm-hmm. You got jerky. You've got breakfast meats. What's your favorite? I'm probably going to go with uh, a bison. Ooh. Okay. I'm probably going to go with a bison. I'll tell you, I really liked the movie Dances with Wolves. Mm. And uh, good enough for Kevin Costner. Yeah. Good enough for me. Yeah. I think if I had to take one meat onto an island, um, there's something that we have in Australia, and it's basically called a, a power meat tube. And basically what it is is they take all the highest density meat that's left over after they've taken sort of the lower density meat out of it to make things like hot dogs or whatever. They, they, they grind that down into a meat tube, and it's got really high protein, and it's basically like a... A lot of people say, hey, that looks like a tube of blood. But I'm like, hey, no, really, this is the best. Kind, and you can eat it. You don't actually have to cook it, which is great. And you just, oh. kind, of, you just kind of squeeze it. Uh, like, Have you seen those yogurt packs? Oh. Like go-get. Oh. Yeah, it's kind of like that. It's just a power meat. Isn't that it? Yeah. Wow, know, that sounds... That sounds delicious. Yeah, you just take yeah. it's convenient. Pop it yeah. in a smoothie. Yeah, absolutely. You know, pop it in absolutely. a smoothie. My son, Day, just because he's a teenager, being difficult, he was telling me that we're going to win, but by the time we're old, we're all going to be in support groups because we're going to be feeling so bad for having eaten flesh our whole lives because everybody's going to be vegan in the future for the environment and whatnot. And we're going to have trouble. He's like, Mom, you're going to be so ashamed. You're going to be a support group and you're going to be telling the group, Hi, I'm Hallie. And they'll say, Hi, Hallie. And I'll say, I used to eat flesh. I would just go to the grocery store. 
store and it would be packaged and I would buy it. I didn't know where it came from. I would just buy this packaged flesh and I would bring it home and I would eat it. And everyone's going to be like, you're disgusting. It's just not true because, you know, if you go back to Genesis and, you know, God says to Adam, he says, I want you to name, he says, hey, I want you to name all the animals. He doesn't say name, name all the plants. And, uh, you know, we, if you name something, you care about it. That's right. And if you care about something, you can eat it. That's right. And yeah, t- that's, that checks out. Isn't that true? And God told the Jews not to eat the pork because of the trichinosis. You know what that means? Eat everything else. The turkey. Right. The everything. You know? Yeah. yeah. I once heard uh, from somebody that, uh, you know, that, that pigs have about 80% of the same DNA as us. So it's pretty oh. much like a cannibalism situation. Wow. Right. And I said, well, and because they said that's why they can do all the tests on these pigs. Because oh, right. it's got the same stuff going on as we do. And I say, well, they must be wicked smart. So Great minds I want to, yeah. So let's eat each other's minds. Right. Wow. You know? So I took that as I'm going to eat more of it because if it's just like me, yeah. then, then there's more of you. Then right. I'm going to get smarter. Like we have someone here in our midst with Lisha who has like you've got street smarts, you've got book smarts, you've got it all. You've got a wisdom from you've lived in the East Coast. Now you've lived here. So you're gonna be good on mailbag. So here we have a question that comes in from our brother in Christ. His name is Stephen. That's all we know. And he asks, What is the difference between dating and courting? Mm. That's a good question. Well, from what I know, uh, when I've courted um, it's more about, I'm going to go get a couple roses, going to probably be down at the bottom of your balcony. Things are going to maybe get, you know, I'm going to probably, I might bring a ukulele if I could play one. Wow. Do you, you know? have a balcony here in Indy? I have a balcony. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah. Oh, I built it. I built it. Oh, wow. It's That's an nice. ice balcony. Oh. Yeah. So it's not necessarily the strongest. It's not very sturdy in the summer. Let's just okay, say that. Sure. I do try to put some stuff out there yeah. to keep it cold. Seasonal balcony. It's a seasonal balcony, but I still go out there in the summer. Okay, great. Yeah. I flirt with danger like that. Wow. But um, so that that is what I would say is courting. But wow. dating is just like, oh, okay, let's go to a traditional dinner and sit down and mm-hmm. maybe we'll go to a movie and mm-hmm. maybe some... Uh, you know, you handle, you know, touch the other person's hand in the bowl of popcorn. But right. usually I get my own bowl because I don't, I eat my, my own tub because I don't want anybody yeah. messing with my food. And sometimes I like when it's real full at the top, how you can just lean over and stick your tongue and, and yeah. one the, they stick to your tongue. Yeah. I kind of like doing that. Is that gross? No, I That's do that okay. with almost every kind of food that I eat. Oh, really? Yeah. Now, for me, uh, courting and dating have a bit of a different uh, meaning because in Australia, dating is like what I said. I just went out with Hannah and uh, that was considered to be a date. Uh, We had some coffee. We prayed. And now courting actually in Australia in, uh, in the more Aboriginal tradition is everybody gets out on a court, a cricket court. And there are, you know, they'll put uh, in a village. So they'll put 40, uh, pe- 40 women and 40 men. And then what you do is you, uh, everybody runs around, okay? You run around and then they say, they say, find a partner. And then you've got to run, you've got to try to grab the hand of somebody who is the opposite sex. 
and and that is the person that for the next seven years you actually have a common law marriage with. Wow. So if there's an uneven number, it oftentimes gets really complicated. And luckily we don't, as Christians, we don't do this anymore, but it gets really complicated. So sometimes there'll be someone left alone. So they've got to be alone for seven years. Sometimes, you know, uh, two guys will have to be together for seven years. And of mm. course they can't do anything. Sure. So, um, yes, yeah, so that's what courting is. Wow. Mm. Wow. That's fascinating. Isn't it? I always thought it was just intention. Like, you know, dating, you go in with the atten- intention of like, maybe this person is someone I'd like to spend time with and I'm going to find out by spending time with them. But courting is the intention from the beginning is like, I'm going to woo this person to marry them and be my lifelong partner. Right. You know, like it's that kind of uh, intention thing. And, you know, it really is in both cases. It's up to the girl to uh, really, you know, maintain the sexual purity inside the relationship because the man has more hormones coming through. his He might come at you and the woman, you have to fight it off. You have to stay zipped up. You've got to use your bicep strength to push them off of you. All of that stuff. That'll happen in both dating and courting. Oh, sure. You know, because women just, there are more responsibilities on the women. Like, for instance, if you end up having a baby, if a man has a baby with you, he can stay, he can go. If he goes, it's fine. Everybody goes, I understand. If a woman has a baby and leaves right. the baby, she goes to jail. Yeah. Right. See? Yeah. 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 They're... So you got to just know your responsibility inside of it, you know, for both dating and courting. It's the intention of where this is going. I'm just checking it out or I have claimed you. And then in both cases, the woman just really has to use whatever strength she has to fight him off physically yeah. until the yeah. marriage bed. Yeah. It was so nice to have you, Lisha. I noticed it's snowing outside. So it, uh, oh, yeah, you got to get out there. Yeah. I was, I was noticing those, those flakes are coming down pretty hard. Those so I'm going to have to get out there. It looks like the kind that's going to stick too. It's probably going to stick, but I've got, um, I got things. I, it, it, nothing sticks on my watch. You know, you've been in these thermals and in this full snowmobile suit this whole yeah. time with huge boots and everything. Yes. It doesn't even look like you've broken a sweat. I have been sweating and I have been uh, urinating this oh, okay. entire time. Lisha Koop was played by Eliza Koop. Check her out on Future Man on Hulu. She is so fabulous. I'm Holly Laurent playing Hallie Labonte, and Gray Haas is played by Greg Hess. Our incredible producer is Ryan Countshouse. Follow us on your favorite form of social media and send a letter to our mailbag at megathepodcast at gmail. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. And if you like the podcast, please support us on Patreon. 